Lori here, and welcome to the Awakening Moments podcast. Grab a cup of tea and let's spend some time together. My co-host Rhonda and I are ordained ministers working together at Life Center Church. We are leaders, wives, moms, and longtime friends. In this podcast, we hope to share some meaningful moments from our lives, everything from lessons we've learned the hard way or how to rise up in the midst of obstacles and insecurities. We will encourage you to take risks and remind you that you are deeply loved and completely worthy. Let's awaken life's most amazing moments together. Rhonda. Hi, Laura. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. It's yeah. been a while since we podcasted. I know. I've missed it so much. I know. I've missed our chats, our awakening moments together. Yeah, me too. Even though we're side by side in our offices. It's this not is, the same. It's not the same. This is kind of like our time together too. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. For sure. So what, what has God been speaking in your life lately? Well, first off, should we so say bad. why we've been late? Oh, yes. Oh, well, oh, why we <laughs> haven't been podcasting? <laughs> yeah. Oh, true, true, true. I know we've had people asking and I mean, it's true for our big audience. Yeah. <laughs> Don't laugh. No, we are. We have like 5,000 <laughs> listeners. That's a lot. Really? Yeah. Are you just, are no. you just saying that? I'm serious. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's so, (laughs) you keep in charge of all the stats. I just kind of follow up (laughs) when you book our time together. All the tech. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. You set us up. Well, we, we kind of lost our microphone with the campuses all growing. We lost our mic. Yeah. Our podcasting unit. I know. So we had to upgrade, but we're not sure if it's an upgrade (laughs) because it's a microphone with pom-pom well a muff i think it's called a muff yours is blue mine is orange oh yeah we got the good stuff now i have to check your uh, instagram and you'll see the picture later it's that's pretty right. funny that's right we yeah. giggled quite a bit as we were sitting here looking at ourselves <laughs> we look like we're back in the 70s singing a solo like day star shine down on <laughs> old school anyway. why don't you sing for us i know yeah, uh, i will pass i will pass oh my gosh that's awesome that's so funny hopefully yeah. it sounds good you can let us know if it sounds good yeah for sure for sure so yeah so what what has god been speaking to your life what's been going on you know i had a really neat experience in august that's kind of pulled through into September and you know you get those moments and those words from God and some are just you know you give those daily moments with God but some you just sit on and I feel like God is building on this word in my life and it's unexpected and when it happened was I was in a grocery store as most of us are in line and I tend to just talk to everyone that's around me and I just struck up this conversation with this lady and as women we know we think someone's pregnant we never ever ask if they're pregnant I did it one time you did one time okay now you gotta share that story I know I was sure I was sure she was because she was standing and she was rubbing her stomach like in the way that you would if you were pregnant and so I was like I was like oh and I won't say her name because she might listen but I was like oh are you expecting again and she was like no and then she hit her husband she goes I told you I shouldn't have wore this shirt and I was like I am so I I, sh- I know better. I should okay. have never. You're fine. Like you look fine. I just because you were rubbing your belly and she was like, oh, she was just it was terrible. And that's a one and only time ever. But here ha- has anyone ever said it to you? Um, No, I, I got it. You did. Laura? I totally did. I totally did. Like four babies. I have four babies. Like I literally had four kids under five years old. And I was standing in church, of course, and I was probably doing the same thing. I was probably kind of touching my stomach because I was probably feeling self-conscious of my stomach. And someone came up to me and they're like, oh, are you expecting again? And I was like, no, I have four babies. 
happened. No, I'm not expecting. Like, oh, oh. oh Lord, those are yeah, tough. Those I know. are tough moments. Yeah. But okay, that's a funny story though. Okay, sorry. Not so funny back. about you, but, but it's funny. There you go. Okay, so I was yeah, I was yeah. in line once again. I wasn't gonna ask, but I just said this line like, How are you doing? How's life? And she just offers this information that she's pregnant. And to be honest, I had been looking at her in the grocery store because when we were standing up side by side, trying not to be too obvious, but she was quite a bit older. And I'm like, there's no way she's pregnant. Like she looked older than I am. Wow. And I mean, it's been a while since I've had children. Yeah. I want to have kids. Yeah. And anyway, she just said, I'm pregnant. It's a completely unexpected like experience for me. My daughter's in university. She's over 20 years old and we've been trying for years and all of a sudden I got pregnant and my husband, I didn't even believe it for three months. We were in shock. Wow. And she's like this, we can't believe this is happening and the pregnancy has been wonderful and I'm about to give birth in a month and I'm just so excited. And I was just in awe of this lady. Like she looked great, but I was like, this is not normal to see. Like it was obvious that this was way past the normal childbearing years, which is amazing that God had done this miracle in her life. And we were, I was just like, wow, I'm so happy for you. This is amazing. This is such a miracle. May God just bless you. And I just kind of spoke over her life in the line and she was so happy about it. And that was it. Didn't think anything else about it. And at night I was just doing my devotions. And I just felt immediately in my spirit, God dropped this word. Like I just showed you exactly what I'm doing in the spirit. Unexpected things are happening in unexpected times and places and expect the unexpected. And I just thought that lady is exactly that example. You think of even Sarah in the Bible with Abraham laughed at the fact that she'd be having a baby. But it's symbolic spiritually of what God is birthing and doing in our lives that is unexpected, whether it's a dream that all of a sudden resurrects, that feels like this should be the opposite time this should be happening, or just things that are happening in our lives. We look and think this shouldn't be happening right now, but it is. And the times that we have expected it, nothing's happened. It's been like crickets. We haven't seen anything happen. It's been silence. But here God is doing some amazing things. So I feel like in my spirit, God is showing me that he's doing unexpected things and unexpected seasons. And it's actually, I'm experiencing that in things in ministry, in my own dreams, in my own time with God. I'm like, this is unbelievable. So uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm experiencing right now, kind of sitting on. Wow. That's really, really cool. That's mm -hmm. really powerful too, especially since we just came through a whole month of talking on Sundays about expectancy, like yeah. just about awakening inside of us this expectancy on who God is, mm -hmm. who he, like that we would believe that, that we would pull the, on that, right? For our own lives as we're walking out our faith and our faith walk. So that, wow, that's really cool. It is that's really a powerful cool. word. That's and a I keep saying word. that to myself. I'm like, God, I am expecting the unexpected. And we're seeing that even in our church, like we're seeing this unexpected hunger and thirst that's actually caught us by surprise it should be the normal right but it it isn't and we haven't experienced it like this right. and all of a sudden this wave has come yeah of such a hunger and we're seeing this our church grow and thrive and it it's unexpected and it's like we've done things in the past to almost feel like that would have been a better time and now you just feel like oh my goodness god this is your time but it's just amazing yeah. but with that too as much as like awesome things are happening, like in the unexpected seasons, there's also when that starts to rise, when God does things supernaturally, there also is unexpected things that rise in our hearts that are we're having to deal with that perhaps we think, really? 
Like I, I thought I dealt with that or I didn't realize I had that in my life. So it's almost that tension is happening at the same time. The amazing unexpected things are expecting God to do great things in our lives and in faith and in prayer and all that we're seeing. But at the same time, we're seeing other things in our own personal hearts arise that are unexpected. And so I remember reading in one of your posts, not too long, long ago, Lori, you had posted something really awesome about what God was doing in your life that was kind of unexpected. I don't know if you want to share a little bit about that, that post that you wrote. Right, right. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I feel like I need to like backtrack a little bit maybe before that, but um, one of the, one of the things I, I keep, I can't help but think about as you're talking about unexpected things in unexpected seasons is, and this idea of the unexpected being both the good things that we maybe couldn't have even dreamed of, but also the hard things that maybe we just didn't imagine would happen. Like, how do you expect the unexpected? How do you actually even prepare yourself for the unexpected? Like, what does that even look like for you as you're walking out this word that you sense that God gave you? That is a really good question. I'm even triggering <laughs> to figure out how like, to answer I that. Know. I don't even know if I you mean, can, I don't even know if you can prepare for the unexpected. I no. think when it happens, you just are like, oh my goodness. And then all of a sudden it's like all these moments with God, all of these journal entries, all of these, it's like all the pieces connect. Kind the of lines, a line up. It just lines up immediately. It's right. like not in that moment I'm even expecting that to happen. I've kind of said, okay, God, I kind of buried that dream or I buried that desire to do that. And then when it happens or the fact that it just happened with just even mentoring worship leaders and being able to help them to a greater place, I think, oh my God, these are secret things that I journaled to you about and how this was a desire of my heart and how in one moment I did not expect this to happen. It's just gone. All the lines have just lined up in one Interesting. moment and you just feel that that strength come underneath you definitely not a security where you feel right right and that's a whole other conversation about capacity and when god lifts a lid and your capacity you feel insecurity rise so uh, like exactly like unexpected i feel like god has prepared me for this and all of a sudden when it happens you know yeah that this is a god thing the unexpected has happened but he's been preparing you yeah but with it comes attention yeah. of those unexpected emotions to meet that moment yeah. that God's bringing you in. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, I can so I, I can so resonate with all of that. I feel like the season that we're in right now, like both just personally in our own lives as we're walking it out, like in my life personally, in my family's life as I'm walking it out with my kids and my husband, but also in our ministry life as we're walking it out, you know, at our church, at Life Center and all of that, I feel like there is a whole lot of unexpected things happening, both for the good, but also really hard, unexpected things as well. And it may even be a word that marks a season that we've also come through. It's, it's, I don't think it is necessarily just right now and forward, but also, you know, going backwards, you know, maybe the, throughout this year. But, um, you know, on uh, September 8th, 
was our launch Sunday, you know, across all of our campuses. And I remember as we were sitting around the table as campus pastors, we were putting all of our numbers together. You know, we just record and want to watch our trends and all of that. And as we were adding up all the numbers and we were sitting in the room together, we we're kind of putting the numbers from, you know, we have three campuses, putting all the numbers together, all the children, all the adults uh, across all of our campuses. The number added up to exactly 2,000 people, 2000 on the dot. And I remember like the five of us sitting in that room, just like looking at each other and our jaw was kind of dropped open, like 2000 people. Like that's insane. Like that's like, when did that happen? How did that happen? Like talk about unexpected, like unexpected. And I started to think about like, what has that felt like? What has it actually just felt like to grow from a smaller church, well, the church that really began with six people, you know, now again, we're going well over 30 years. So yeah, it's long, lots of plowing, lots of work, lots of building. But what does it feel like to actually grow and build a church up that have, you know, 2000 people that are attending across three campuses? And you're a part of that. You're a part of that building. You're a part of that mission. And the truth is that the growing part, so even when you hit an unexpected breakthrough, the growing there doesn't feel like just rah, rah, celebration, like you're on a high, like so amazing. All we can do is, you know, celebrate and have joy and gratitude and all of that because every single step to get there has been hard yes yes like hard plowing and hard work and difficult conversations and difficult leadership decisions and walking people through like devastating you know personal circumstances and breakthroughs and God moving and all the good stuff but it's both together and it's just really 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 hard and so I was speaking at our Cornwall campus and I was talking to them about, you know, what does growing feel like as we're all stepping into a growing season in our life, as we're all saying yes to God, God, I want to grow to be more like you. What does it feel like? And if you're waiting for this feeling of, you know, success and breakthrough and like I'm on top of the world and like, wow, this is so amazing. You probably will never say yes to take the step because the step actually is done in insecurity. It's done in hardship. It's painful. Sometimes it's even like so overwhelming that you feel like you can't even get out of bed. Like you're, you're just, you're just under the weight of this incredible potential, but unrealized. Right. And so it can feel just like darn hard work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But from the outside looking in, I mean, anytime we look at somebody who's experiencing what we think is great success in their life, like we look at someone who has stepped in, you know, maybe broken through in their life or stepped into a new dream or, you know, seen success in their business or seen a breakthrough. We, We look in and we're like, wow, they're so amazing. That's so incredible. But you don't realize that for every single one of us, no matter, no matter what that breakthrough is, it just took a lot of really, really hard work to get there. Exactly. And that's, I think that's what we were talking about, that capacity. Like when God 
raises a capacity, raises you to grow and to push through a barrier in your own life, it definitely is something that's come with a lot of inner work, a lot of inner spiritual work, emotional work. And like you're saying, yeah, you, you're, you want, you, we, I don't think we often take the time to really celebrate like we need to when you True. get to that breakthrough to True. be like, I made it. Yes. You know, yeah. but sometimes you feel like it's the end of a marathon and you literally have accomplished an amazing thing. You've trained so hard to get this. You just can't run a marathon. And then all of a sudden you get there and you're literally stumbling across the finish line and you don't even realize what you've done. It takes you a little bit. You're almost stun gun. Like I did that. I'm done. It's actually, I did it because every step of the way you're having to push to take that next step, that next run, that next leg of the race. And so I agree. And I, I think I didn't understand that years ago. We were talking about that. When you start ministry or start life, you're kind of naive to that, which is good. You're, you feel like, oh, I'm going to take on life. I'm going to be a great leader. But then as you move through, you realize, oh, wow, as I grow, I'm also bringing baggage with me too that God has to keep breaking off. And you get kind of in that comfortable place where you're actually comfortable and familiar with even the things of your heart, the baggage that you're carrying. But as soon as God lifts that lid and lifts your capacity, it kind of exposes. It's like it lifts that up with it. And you're like, oh my goodness, that's dangling. I got to get rid of that. But all of it comes together, but it actually is a work of God. And that's why we need to grow because God wants us to deal with those things, but it's not comfortable. Growing is not easy. It's way easier to not grow. In the long run, the price is way greater. Totally. But it is way easier to not grow. It's easier to stay comfortable and safe and hidden. But as soon as you grow along, it's harder. It's just harder, but it's worth it. And it's part of the cost of picking up your cross to follow Christ. That is the cost. It's allowing God to say, my life is not my own. And as we allow God to do that and to allow God to lift those lid and to trust him, we've also got to trust that what he's exposing is for our good, that he wants us to be free. And that's really why that's happening. And that's why we need to grow because we need to be more free. Totally, totally. That's so good. That's so good. I remember uh, last weekend or the weekend before I um, got this really incredible news. I mean, you know, we're planning heart conference, we're getting ready for heart conference and coming up in March 2020. Cannot wait. We almost have all every ticket sold. We have like maybe just a little over 100 tickets left, which is just insane like just wildly insane we can't even believe it and you know I just got a message from somebody saying they wanted they might want to come alongside and anyway it just a really influential person it, it was kind of one of those moments that that's like wow really like kind of a shocking like a, on only God kind of just idea and so I was just just enjoying the thought of that just enjoying like wow God like you're doing something that's so far beyond even what makes sense? The unexpected. There it is. It was an unexpected moment. Absolutely. And, uh, and so as I was preparing to speak in Cornwall, um, you know, pre like preached, preached there and all of that. And I found myself, you know, on the, on the way home, just overcome again with unexpected feelings of insecurity about it. And, it didn't really make sense. Nothing actually happened. Like nothing bad happened. It wasn't like I didn't, you know, I didn't like completely embarrass myself or flop or anything like that. And it wasn't even actually founded in, I think, 
something realistic. Like if you, you know, if you ask me, well, like what, like, what was it? Like, did, you know, did people not respond? No, like people responded. I think like 10 people, you know, lifted their hands to, to give their life to Jesus, to freshly surrender, surrender their life to Jesus. Like, like God moved in a powerful way. It was, it was really like, it was amazing, but I, yet I was still overcome with thoughts of, I could have done better. You know, I, I'm not, whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just whatever, whatever I'm not. I'm not even sure where it came from. And I just, I found myself like it just, again, kind of allowing some insecurity and some inferiority specifically around even my own husband who speaks every single week and is way, way more seasoned speaker than I am, but just feeling inferior about his, his own gifting, which I don't even know why I don't even need to compare, but I did. And I, I just, as I, as I thought about all of that, I just realized, okay, like these unexpected things are coming in every single way, both in the way to disqualify, in a way to rob, in a way to, and also in the ways of like, that, that are completely beyond your understanding, like, you know, different favor that you're having that doesn't make any sense or, and so it's walking both of these things hand in hand through that whole process. As I took it before the Lord, I, I just realized that there is a root of insecurity that God is putting his finger on in my life. And I don't, don't even think that I had acknowledged up until that point that that was there. I mean, we all have insecurity and I, I'm, I'm aware of that. It's not that I thought I was above insecurity or anything, but for the most part, I would have, wouldn't have described myself as an insecure person, but the Lord is specifically putting his hand on some very specific things in my life. And, and I, I, I need to do a little bit more processing to even be able to identify all of them, but it's, it's quite a deep root that I can sense that he's, he's pulling out. And what I so love about all that. So here again is an unexpected, an unexpected root of insecurity inside my life that really should be a disqualifier, but when I give it to God, it's actually to set me free for the very thing that he has planned and prepared for me to step into. And that is the amazing part of this entire unexpected journey, that even in the hard things that want to actually try to prevent us from stepping into what God has, God wants to use those things to set us free so that he can prepare us for what he already has planned for us. And I just, that is just mind blowing. That blows my mind and makes me really excited. But that's not to say it's not hard. Yeah, It's really hard. It is hard. It is hard. And I love how you wrote that post. I know we had alluded to that because when I read that post, it really struck me. I, I told you the next day, I was like, I, you've written some great posts. I'm not saying that, but that one had like a deep effect on me. It imprinted me. To be like, it's so true. The insecurities that lay dormant, we don't even know all the layers. Yeah. And it's a good thing because it's a grace of God to kind of take us one step at a time because we can't unravel all the layers and all the areas of of our heart. It's so, it's so deeply rooted, some of these things, that it takes these moments. And when God's like, okay, I have the grace to walk you through this, but you also are going to have the eyes to see. He gives us both. He doesn't, like like you said, we see these things in our lives, but when we bring them to God, he also gives us the heart to see that he wants to change that in us. And we can also acknowledge to say, you're right. This is part of me. I don't have to deny it. I can say this is an insecurity, God, but with you, I'm giving it to you. 
And I love that. I love how authentic you were about that because I know my own life, it's been something I've been saying, God, those there's different areas. And I know we're going into, um, I know we want to talk a little bit about generosity and I, I love that we've been talking about what our next topics are. And I feel like there is some that you're talking about insecurity in these areas. I feel like there's some insecurities for me with lack and you know, that's a powerful one. And I don't even like talking about that. I'm actually not excited that <laughs> generosity is one of our next topics. It's not a lack in giving. It's a different lack that I feel that I have to fill in my life that, um, God is putting his finger on. And so when you brought that post up, I was like, Oh, great. There is an insecurity out of lack. There's an insecurity that I feel with God. And so I think as we move forward, we'll unpack some of that a bit more um, with generosity. But I, I just love that, Laura. I love how authentic you are because that gives permission pe- to others and to myself too to be able to say, okay, God, like we're all going through something. And when we look at, I know when people look at you or look, when I look at other leaders where I've seen you preach, I wouldn't have thought that. But when we hear someone authentically share that, we're like, okay, we're not alone, but there's hope because we're not meant to stay there. We're not meant to stay insecure. The hope is we can press through it, but we can't do that on our own. We need the Holy Spirit to do that. And we need to give it to God. We can't overcome insecurity on our own. That's right. It's not meant to be like that. That's right. It's yeah. meant to be God yeah. doing that, taking yeah. it yeah. and transforming us, right? Yeah. yeah uh, uh, several weeks ago, so I had met, I ran into somebody in the grocery store and uh, it was a gentleman who attends the church and he had just said to me in the grocery store, like, no offense, uh, Pastor Lori, but, uh, you know, if, if Pastor Jason's not preaching, like, I'm really disappointed. Oh, great. And so, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. I'm I about to preach soon, too. Yeah, yeah, oh, totally. No. Exactly. And I was like, oh, no, like, no offense. <laughs> People say that to me all the time. It's all good. Like, and, and I didn't really give it a second thought um, until I preached on Sunday. Oh, wow. And for some reason, his comment just came back into my mind after. And I was like, man, like, oh, so, you know, I didn't, I didn't really think of it in the moment, but it came back and then just fed, you know, fed a little insecurity. Another hilarious story though. And this one, I just, I don't know, I don't know if I should share this, but, but I'll just share it anyway. But it's kind of hilarious. I just found it so hilarious because in all of it, right? Like even as I'm just surrendering my own insecurity to the Lord, I, I, you, you just, you just have to trust him. Like you just have to trust him. And I, and I sense God saying to me over and over and over again, just be who I've called you to be. Just do what I've called you to do. Like it isn't actually about what other people think about it you know, and all throughout the scriptures, I mean, Paul himself, the very one that we model, like so much of the New Testament after, and we, we want to be like him set, you know, set himself, like it is not in my wise and persuasive words, like, okay, God, like just use my life, like just use my life. That's it. But so after, uh, someone who was actually at the, the Cornwall in the Cornwall message, um, came up to me afterwards, not that day, but a, a little while after and said to me, um, oh, like you are such an amazing speaker. I just love, like, I just love it when you speak. I really, really relate. And like in that moment for that one second, I was like, God, are you just like, are you just telling me like that? It's like, I'm okay. Like I I'm doing a good job. And I, and I just took it as like God's words to my heart in that moment. 
And it would have been great if it ended there, but it didn't. Oh, oh no. <laughs> People are just hilarious. But anyways, so then she goes on to say, um, you know, I'm just so glad that one of our, I, if she listens to this podcast, like I didn't take any offense to it. So I... <laughs> This is maybe okay. really the fact risky. That you're laughing like this, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna this be is awesome. Risky, but it's be anyways, okay. okay. But I'll share it anyways. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so she says, um, I'm just so glad that one of our pastors is struggling with mental illness and depression. Yeah. And so then I was like, Oh, if what? Oh, okay. And then she's like, Yeah, you know, just to hear that, you know, sometimes the weight is so heavy, you can't get up in the morning. Like, I, I just like, thank you for being so vulnerable. And I'm so glad that's that one of our pastors has mental illness. And I was like, thinking, okay, well, like it, it was one of those interesting comments because it wasn't like I could say to her, well, I don't have mental illness because even if I did have mental illness, like I, that's okay. That's totally okay. I wouldn't like, that's fine. But then she goes on to say, wow, but you carry it really well. Like I'd never know that oh you had depression. Goodness, and I was like, well, okay. And I was like, thank you. Like, thank you so much. Like, th thank you for encouraging me oh. today. <laughs> But anyways, oh, it was just Lord. one of those funny moments that you're like, okay, you're in a hard you, space and you put yourself out there, right? Yeah. To just have this like honest moment. And then people, because of their, like, because of what they're going through. Right. And she went on to say like, you know, yeah, that she had a loved one that had suffered. And so blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Like amazing. So in that moment, like she heard like, I'm not alone and all of that. And that's great. But I, I was just giggling okay. inside because I was like, wow. Okay, Lord. Well, okay, you know, okay, I'm so happy you shared that story, but that's a hard one to share. But if really, even that moment, because you're not saying like you're, it's a, a hard thing to even respond to because you want to say it's okay. But oh my gosh, but totally. I, I don't, but it's still okay. Like, oh yeah. Oh boy. That's oh, okay. all good. It's I just owned it. It's fine. It's fine. It's all good. This is that's it's her story it's, it's her all story. good and god's moving but Thank jesus but funny like it's fun, funny like yeah. funny like just funny, funny in the sense of like what people what they hear, hear. yeah right what people yeah. hear and anyways but yeah unexpected things okay, those are some unexpected stories and unexpected things but pastors Aww. do get the most unexpected comments yeah, eh? they do they really do they like do. have you ever had any unexpected um, yes. I don't know if I'm comfortable sharing it through the microphone because you know exactly what story it is. Is that why you're asking me? No, <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't saying. I'm sure you've heard some doozies over the years. Oh, I don't know if I should share that one. You should I share that one? Well, it's up to you. I don't know. If it's one time somebody said to me. It sounds me, almost scandalous, but yeah. I had nothing to do with it. Well, sometimes, one time somebody said to me, oh, Pastor Lori, I was looking at you on the platform and like your thighs just look so thick. Have you been working out more? And I was like, no, I'm just 10 pounds heavier. Okay. <laughs> like I gained weight. Like, oh, whatever. You're gorgeous. No, okay, but like, you know so what I mean? Funny. Like people point out yeah, And they're not afraid to just say it to you. No. no. And like, she thought she was complimenting me. I think ge genuinely, I think she thought like my legs were just yeah. swole from like the gym but it wasn't I was just fatter and oh my goodness Lori <laughs> okay well I feel like you've shared all these very honest stories oh gosh I'll share the story one. is hilarious it's pretty funny okay so when I was a main worship leader all the time I was always well I led every single Sunday and one day this lady came up to me and she was like um, Pastor Rhonda, I have to talk to you. And I was thinking, okay, like I'm going to be counseling her, helping her. And she's like, um, I'm really upset. I'm very upset at you. 
every Sunday you lead worship, you undress my husband with your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, oh. What do you even say that? Oh. He, okay, first off. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> like they stood in the very front right in front of me like in the front row right in front of me oh secondly okay i'm not meaning this to be mean but I, like even if it was someone who was really good looking i would not do that but i this was not someone that would even be in a category of <laughs> i don't even know i, I don't want to go there i have known you my entire life i have never heard you one time not i don't like i can't remember one time you talking about the attractiveness of other males. No, like you ever. just don't really no. do that. No, like I don't. I do and it's yeah, sometimes. But <laughs> like a Hollywood crush. Like, I don't like, have that. That's actually something that no, doesn't you even don't really see or do. Oh, okay. My I was gosh. mortified. I was like, uh, I'm staring out, like, and your husband is standing right there. Like it's not even so obviously that was not my issue. Honest before God, but okay, that was the most uncomfortable comment. I can't believe I shared this on a podcast, but <laughs> but yours were very though. open. I had to like exchange my I, own authenticity. Honestly. But that like the fact that someone would come and tell me that so she was so upset with me, and I just said, "Well, that is absolutely not the case." And you're in the very front row, and I don't I don't feel like this is something that has to do with me. Like I. I think this is something you and your husband need to really talk together about in your marriage. Like, this is not happening at all. And so that I didn't even know what to do. It's just anyway, wild. Though. That's wild. Okay, that's wild. <laughs> so, uh, you win. I don't know if you can trump that. You win. You definitely win. Even saying win. it out loud, I'm like, like mortified oh again. Gosh. I'm reliving how, how upset I was. Oh, not that I was traumatized, but I was gosh. like, so. I think it did take me a little bit, though, yeah. even to look yeah, at yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. after when I was leading worship. Because when to I lead wonder. worship, I love to connect yes. with the congregation, like when you're preaching. Like it's yes. an eye contact. Yes. You're doing yes. this together. Yeah. I'm not singing like a performer. I'm singing with you. Mm. We're worshiping together. And it took me a little bit after that to actually look anybody in the eye. Wow. <laughs> Except I don't even know. Like I probably was just skimming, just stared up, closed my eyes. I don't even remember. But I, it took me a little bit after that to kind of get over that comment. Wow. And I think I forgot about it till you had brought it up like a little bit after <laughs> that in the conversation. Sorry. It's like I was trying to suppress that one. <laughs> but no, I just released oh, it to the Lord and he knows my right. heart. But it's oh, pretty yeah. funny. It's actually got to laugh about it because. Oh, yeah. Th that won't be the last or first. There's no. been others in between. But I think that's the biggest like one of the the bigger ones that someone has ever said to me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I'm sure on Sunday someone's going to come up and talk to me and how like they can't believe someone said that to me or something and try to counsel me. I'm totally over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally over totally, it now. Totally. Now it's funny. That is but at the funny. time it wasn't. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, unexpected funny. things, eh? Unexpected but things. But no, our heart and our <laughs> prayer really is though like Lord just keep those unexpected things. Like we we want to expect the unexpected. Like we, we want to just walk in that both you know if it's hard things then we trust that God is working that something out that needs to come out and and I do believe that we're in a season too and I've heard this from a number of different people in different ways but I do believe that we are actually in a season where the things that were once okay or not even just okay but like acceptable or something that we could get away with are just not are just not like God is literally going into some places in our hearts and our lives and just saying, okay, this no longer serves you. This mm -hmm. no longer serves you for the purpose I have mm -hmm. prepared for you. And, and it's, 
it's time to step out into an unexpected place. It's time to step out in a way that you don't know, into territory that you don't know that's not as comfortable. And those places are often hard, but but like you said, so worth it. So, so, so worth it. And so for me, yeah, insecurity is one that I just, I, I know that God is putting his finger on in my life and it's around very specific things, but I... I'm going to go like I'm going to go because I want to be completely free of that. I don't want any hindrances. I don't want anything to hold me back from the fullness that God has. And, you know, the other day it struck me, my own words struck me as, you know, we end our podcast with there's more in you than you could possibly realize. And, you know, I I almost heard God whisper that to Mm, me, my own words. And I was like, okay. I was just reminded afresh that, yeah, okay, I, I believe it. I believe it. I'm going to go. So, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to. Yeah. So, Rhonda, <laughs> there's more in you than you can possibly realize. And, Laura, you are worthy of love. Aw, Thanks so for good. listening, everyone. Yeah, that was great. Thank you for listening to the Awakening Moments podcast today. Like or subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Lori Boucher and Rhonda.Corto. May you be awakened to the moments that matter the most.